dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. If you haven't already heard, which may be hard as I've not stopped talking about it since it happened, I successfully defended my PhD thesis and passed my VAFA. Yay! This means that I am almost a fully-fledged doctor. All I have to do now is complete my minor corrections. It truly has been a journey, but I'm so glad I got to share the ups and downs with all of you, a dementia researcher. And so I thought it would only be fitting that in this month's blog, I write about some of the things I did to successfully prepare for the all-important Viber. Obviously, we know I like a disclaimer, so my disclaimer this month is that I completed my PhD at a UK institution. And so the order of when you submit your thesis, when your Viber takes place, and then when your corrections happen may be slightly different to what you've experienced. Additionally, a Viber in the UK might also be slightly different to the typical defence that you may have heard about. In the UK, we submit our thesis to our university and this is sent to an internal and external examiner, selected by yourself and your supervisors. They then read your work and critically evaluate what you've done. The Viber day is when you all come together and talk about what you did, why you did it, and you get to showcase the researcher that you've become. There are some fantastic PhD Viber resources, which I found extremely helpful during my prep, including a very helpful workshop from Dr. Nathan Ryder that my university put on called Viber Survivor. There is also a super helpful podcast on Dementia Researcher where people talk about how they prepped for the Viber, both of which I would highly recommend. However, there are so many ways you can prepare, and here are just a few that I found really useful. Number one, mindset is key. In my previous blog, I wrote about how I found it quite easy to get into a negative headspace when I was writing up my thesis. And at times, it was a similar story with Viber Prep. I think because it meant so much to me to do well, and I felt like at times I wasn't doing enough work, or just felt slightly uninspired with the thesis. But I found that once I flipped my mindset and reminded myself how much I've learned over the past three and a half years, and all of the amazing things I completed during my PhD, things started to feel much more achievable. I really tried to see the Viber as an amazing learning opportunity where I got to talk about my own work with experts in the field, which is actually a very exciting concept. The Viber gives you the opportunity to show off what you've been working on. And once I started to see the opportunity as more exciting, and this really helped with my preparation. Number two, read and annotate your thesis more than once. When I first started Viber Prep, I definitely felt very lost. I had no idea how to approach it. So I obviously asked people who'd completed a Viber what they'd advise. And one of the common responses was, read, read, read. I didn't look at my thesis for a few weeks post-submission, and it is surprising how much you can forget in a short amount of time. So make sure you plan in to read your thesis. I started reading my thesis around a month to three weeks prior to my Viber date. I'm not saying you need to read it from start to finish each time. That would be terrible. But each day, maybe pick a chapter and have a read through. I found it helpful to also annotate things. For example, if I found errors, I'd mark them down. And if any questions popped up whilst I was reading, I'd also mark them down. A large amount of my prep involved me reading what I'd done to help refresh my brain. Number three, chapter summaries are your friend. I have to say, Chapter summaries were a fantastic way to prep for the big day. 
I found these super helpful when I wasn't in the mood to read, as they meant I could just skim an able piece of paper and jog my memory about what I did in each chapter. I made sure that these were no bigger than A4, and I included the following sections. Chapter title, two important papers, with a few sentences about how they related to the chapter, why I did the work, what I did, main findings, statistics used, limitations, and future directions. I found that by covering the above things, I got a really good overview of what I did in that chapter, and these served as a fantastic memory prompt. Number four, have an authentic mock. One of the best things I did to help me prep was to have a mock, a very realistic mock. I booked the same room my Viva would be at at the same time the Viva would be at. This was for a number of reasons. Firstly, a Viva is like no other exam I'd ever completed. So I wanted to know what to expect, not only from the answering questions point of view, but also the logistics of it. So by having my mock Viva in the same room, it meant I would feel familiar in the room on the day, and that would be one less thing to worry about. Secondly, even though I love to talk, it's hard to know how tired you'll feel after answering questions and engaging in technical discussions for potentially over three hours. So this is again something I thought would be useful to practice. Thirdly, I'm a morning person. I do all of my important tasks in a morning when I'm feeling fresh and awake. However, my Viva was at 1.30 not peak best time, so I really wanted to practice how I would feel at this time. Disclaimer, the questions in my mock were very different from those in my actual Viva, as my mock was with people who really knew my project. But still practicing what it would be like to answer questions and defend my own work was super valuable. Number five, remember, you are the expert of your thesis and try to enjoy being the expert. My supervisors, often reminded me that in the Viva, I am the expert, and this is something that I needed to remember. As someone who often feels quite impostery, I know it's not a word, but I like it, this was slightly difficult at times. But once I'd got into the room and got into some of the nitty gritty of the chapters, I realised that I was the expert on this thesis. This was my work that I'd been completing for what felt like an eternity. I joke. And early on in my Viva, I really did feel like I knew what I was talking about and that really was a fantastic feeling. It felt exciting to be able to show off why I did certain things and show off my thinking. The whole process was intense and exceptionally tiring but I really did enjoy it and I couldn't have thought of a better way to finish up my PhD. So if you've a Viva coming up, know that you have got this even when you feel like you just don't. You've already completed the bulk of the work, the thesis, and the Viva is there just to check you understand what you did and to make sure that you are the one that did it. Good luck. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.